All right, lots of us have grown up with them from sound effects to the actors flying across the screen with gravity-defying ease. I'm talking about martial arts movies, of course. And when you think about them, like The Karate Kid, Rush Hour, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, well, our next guest has a unique insight into the whole world of martial arts, being a stunt double in movies like The Banshees of Inishirin, Cocaine Bear, to name but a few. And he is with us in studio for a chat, stunt performer Philip Condren. What's, the, what's the crack? I thought you were going to like burst through the door and do a double backflip into the seat. I would have loved but that. You, but you walked in with a cup of tea. Yeah, that's it. That's <laughs> most, most of the time on set. <laughs> so you keep it for studio, you keep it for the film sets. Absolutely. And uh, you train people in uh, martial arts for camera as well now. That's correct, yeah. Okay, okay. so bring, it, bring us back. Where did it all start? Uh, it started as a kid. Okay. Watching tons of action movies and uh, Jackie Chan and right. all those classics. And as I grew up, um, I started becoming a martial artist and f- fell in love with American Kempo. And late into my teens, then that was kind American of American Kempo is what that is a style of martial arts, is it? It's a it's an American version of Kempo. Okay. Uh, it was revolutionised in America, okay. kind of recreated to bring more self defence into a system. Okay. So that's my main art form. Okay. Of martial so, arts. So as a young fella, what was it as opposed to, because you grew up in Galway uh, or you spent a few years in Galway. So yeah. as opposed to like Gaelic or hurling or football, what was it about martial arts that you loved or attracted you? Uh, well, it attracted me because in school I was going through a bit of bullying. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so um, I got into martial arts there. Yeah. And when I was there, it was Shotokan. Okay. Karate. Okay. So when I moved to Dublin, uh, I wanted to keep it up and I found a karate school uh, local in Pier Street. Mm-hmm. Um, so I went there, but it was a different style. So it was American Kempo, but I thought it was Shotokan. Okay. So I went in with a slightly high rank and got beaten up in a new martial art that I didn't know anything about. <laughs> Well, I so. just when you're talking about it, I mean, I distinctly remember my brother and I watching The Karate Kid and Mr. Miyagi and the wax on, wax off that scene. And David then went, literally after watching that movie, he went and he took up karate. And that's, yeah. that was how big that movie had. Uh, yeah. The big big effect that it had in, on kids in the 80s. Yeah. It's funny you mention that because that's how I started mm. in my martial arts journey here. Yeah. Um, I was in school at the time. So I didn't have any money to pay for classes. So my teacher told me if I washed the windows and the mirrors every day, I'd have a free class. Wax on, wax off. Love it, love it. Um, So you watched all the the movies growing up and did you ever think that at one stage in your life that you'd make this would be your living? Like, how did you go from loving martial arts to progressing in it to then getting into the the stunt man end of things? Yeah, Um, I never expected it. Um, I got my black belt at some point um, and I started teaching. So a student came in one day with a friend and asked to do a fight scene for an audition. And I didn't know what it was. I had no idea. So, But I had to perform it anyway. So he had something to show. And um, that's where it all kicked off. I became a specialist uh, martial artist on a TV show called Into the Badlands. Oh, yes. And it was there that I saw the world of stunts and um, I fell in love straight away. Okay. I thought I could do this because I'm qualified to fight, but there's a whole lot more to it. So, so from watching it as a young kid or from watching it just as a, a regular chap watching movies and what we see in stunts that we watch in the movies, when you see it in a film set or on a film set, it must be entirely different. The, totally different, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, just of... how thought out and how the chore- choreography has to work so yeah. seamlessly. 
yeah, it's very well rehearsed. Um, and also you have camera play and stuff like that as well. So the camera will choose the angles and the fight will ensue based on that. Or the other way around, the camera might move during the performance as well. So there's a lot of bells and whistles. Okay. But And I th- I'd suppose for stunt men and women, they might not all go through the martial arts end of things, mm. but it certainly would be a massive help. Yeah. It's a great start because yeah. uh, there's always conflict in a story at some point. And having martial arts and an awareness of fighting mm. um, really helps as a staple in okay. your stunt career, you know. So what was your first stunt gig? Like when were you first able to chat a woman up and go, you know what, I'm a stunt man? It <laughs> <laughs> wasn't until Colin Farrell. But oh, yeah. <laughs> that was my high point. But we'll get to Colin but, Farrell. <laughs> um, I started, uh, I had my first job in 2018 on Quantico and it was just a shoot up, you know. So it didn't really count for me, but the biggest one was... Two years later, I had to do a bicycle fall for a film called The Racer. Okay. So that was an Amer- uh, sorry, that was an Irish and Belgian production, and in that one, I had to crash a peloton and fly over the handlebars and create this chaos. And following that, I had to do it again for an actor in one of the scenes. So that was like my first pilot stunt into the industry, you know. And it must be some feeling when you have to do it for the first time on camera, on set, in front of the entire crew yeah. <laughs> and hope that you get it right. Yeah, there's a, there's a lot of pressure, but thankfully there's a lot of prep work too. Yeah. So with stunts like that, for example, there's a rehearsal day and mats, everything everything to get everything right, you know. Okay. So. so when you think about like, I mean, the one that comes to mind is Tom Cruise. He is just known to do all of his own stunts, isn't he? Yeah. And so with the, with the big actors, uh, like, do they opt not to do it for insurance reasons? Like he, he just loves it. He loves that whole yeah. end of things, doesn't he? Well, Tom Cruise is the, pre- uh, the privilege of buying his productions. Okay. <laughs> so a lot of the times um, the actors will have a stunt double because if the actor gets hurt, that's a lot of money lost for production. Yes. A lot of time as well. So actually in the Mission Impossible scene with Tom Cruise, he broke his ankle jumping the building. And that put a delay on the production for months until he was healed. Wow. So there's a huge drawback to actors doing their own work. Okay. But you do often see it you nowadays, do. especially. Well, Colin Farrell wasn't going to put himself at risk at all. And <laughs> it might not have been Mission Impossible, but you did a stunt for him on the Banshees of Inishirin, where yeah. you had to stand on top of a cliff. I had to stand on the top of Dung Angus. Dung Angus, yeah. yes. Uh, 80 metres high. Very good. Something like that height. Uh, it was a huge fall. So yes. regardless, it was huge. And um, I had to wave goodbye to his sister yes, in I the scene. Yes, I remember the scene. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And it never made the cut, but Martin McDonough actually made me, asked me, sorry, uh, to carry the camera and do a uh, point of view shot of Colin walking to the edge of the cliff. Okay. So, Oh, I thought maybe I had just seen that online then. I thought that had made it into the movie. It didn't, unfortunately. Okay, yeah. okay. It looked a bit different, I think, from the, the actual scene. And what was it like working, like, obviously alongside them, alongside the crew with somebody like big names, Martin McDonough and Colin Farrell? And you obviously, if you're, if you're playing Colin Farrell's stunt double, you need to look a little bit like Colin Farrell. Yeah. <laughs> and they've done a lot of magic. Um, the makeup department and the hair department done an amazing job. And they gave me caterpillar eyebrows. Love it. You know, and when I squinted, I was the spitting image of him. <laughs> so, what was he? Did you get to meet him on set? I did. Okay. Um, my, one of my best stories of that is he asked me if I wanted a cup of tea while I was standing on the edge of the cliff. 
Nice. So I was a bit starstruck, but I kept professional. And I was like, no, no, thank you very much. Ah, <laughs> very good, very good. Tell me about your time uh, with Jackie Chan in his in his training school. So you actually went out there. I mean, yeah. he is the king of stunts, the king of martial arts. Yeah. And you went out and did a course out there in yeah. Beijing. Yeah, we were there for two weeks um, in his own private centre. Wow. Yeah. Learning everything about the Eastern style of filmmaking, Hong Kong style, China, filmmaking, everything. So it was incredible. Very um, surreal experience. Did you get to meet him? I didn't personally because okay. he was busy. Yeah. But I met all of his old school stunt team, um, some of the new ones, and I even had to sing a song in Chinese from. Love it. <laughs> and again, going out there and learning and honing your craft with the best of the best and then mm. bringing it back and being able to um, pass on those skills here. I mean, yeah. that's incredible. Yeah, it was a great feeling. Yeah. Um, the first two or three weeks when I went back teaching the students, it was all about Jackie Chan. Right. Story, element, action, everything, you know. But, but physically, when you're doing a course like that, what, you were there for two weeks, that takes a toll on the body if it's a lot of tumbles and falls and, you know, it must be very physical. It is physically demanding. Yeah. yeah. But it wasn't as intensive. There was like break periods. Um, there was a lot of morning training sessions. Okay. And then afterward, we'd go off and film uh, sequences that they've given us and they'd be showcased then in his private studio. So there was a little bit of rest in between. But nice. it was quite quite good, you know. So in terms of the people that you've got coming into your studio now, the, the, as we know, the Irish film industry is booming. There's a lot mm. going on. There's a lot of American productions in here yep. at the moment. So like, who are you training? Who comes into you? Everybody. Um, everybody and anybody. The school's open to anyone who's interested. So it could be actors, could be indie filmmakers, could be people that are just interested in trying it. Um, and then martial artists as well that want an idea of how it feels to be in the film. Yeah. So a bit of everybody. Yeah. You know. Well, it's a good time to get in, as mm. I said, because it is just so buoyant at the moment. Um, yeah. And there's a lot of work out there for people. Um, tell me about the uh, Cocaine Bear. That was the second based uh, blockbuster, blockbuster film yeah. that you were in as well. What was that like? That was crazy. Uh, we were in a little warehouse in... Wicklow in a fake toilet right. and <laughs> I had to fight Ice Cube's son in the scene uh, O'Shea Jackson okay so um, that was a bit crazy you know sometimes you'd be sitting outside the the toilet waiting to go in you'd see the walls shaking and people like ah ooh, ooh, you know so it was, it was wild to see that you know actually give us your best stunt sound bites <laughs> there you, you kind of went ooh ah but give us give us some good ones for example yes um, getting hurt, so oh, oh, okay. you know, like it, yeah, and then you get angry, like, you know, coupled and with the actions, I'm feeling yeah. it, love yeah. it. It's all facial as well. Okay, <laughs> well, any big, uh, big movies coming up now in the next couple of months? At the moment, with NDAs, no disclosures, unfortunately. Yeah, I'm tied to okay. information, but um, there's a lot. I'm doing a lot of feature films as well. I'm helping the kind of indie circuit uh, learn more about action and choreographies and stunts because it's lacking a bit there in that realm okay so a lot of that happening as well good luck with it and uh, continued success Uh, Philip Condon (laughs) thank you so much for coming in to chat to us today perfect The Ray Darcy Show on RTE Radio 1